Today, let's talk about healthy connection versus counterfeit connection. Welcome to episode number 47. Hi, I'm Clarinda, and you are listening to the Feel Light Mind and Body podcast, created for women like you. Women who are experiencing success in so many areas of life, but are struggling with weight loss, stress eating, and decreased energy. Losing weight can feel hard, heavy, and restrictive. That's why every week I will be offering you a different perspective, tips, encouragement, and a unique approach so that you can feel lighter in your mind and body rather than feeling deprived, frustrated, or discouraged. What if you could feel free yet in control around food for the rest of your life? What if you could enjoy your experience of losing weight and getting healthier? You absolutely can. You're in the right place. Take this time for yourself and let's dive in. We're born with a need for connection. It feels so nurturing and safe, and it's important for our heart, mind, and body. So today, let's look at where and how we're getting this need met, and if it's in the most nurturing way or not. The quality of our lives depends on the quality of our relationships, and that means connection. We're meant to connect with others. It impacts our mental, emotional, spiritual, and social health. The Canadian Mental Health Association states, Social connection can lower anxiety and depression, help us regulate our emotions, lead to higher self-esteem and empathy, and actually improve our immune systems. By neglecting our need to connect, we put our health at risk. The reality is that we're living in a time of true disconnection. While technology seems to connect us more than ever, the screens around us disconnect us from nature, from ourselves, and from others. Wi-Fi alone isn't enough to fulfill our social needs. We need face-to-face interaction to thrive. Technology should be enhancing our connection to others, not replacing it. Ironically, this was posted on their national site on October 17, 2019, just five months before our world started isolating. November 2019 was the last women's weekend retreat, and we've been longing for another one, being in the same room as other women who also want to reset in various areas of their lives and learning ways to add more ease and success into each day is amazing. It creates a connection, a level of bonding that just happens organically. That is an example of a healthy connection. Other examples of healthy connections are having authentic conversations with your family and friends, and yes, even those difficult conversations. Touching, helping, walking, building, cooking, and any activity when your focus is on the person more than the thing. So you might be wondering, what are some examples of counterfeit connections? Here are a couple. FOMO, fear of missing out. We give in to that innate need to fit in with the group. That's a natural tribal survival response from the primitive part of our brain. If it senses that you might be excluded from something, it'll prompt you to do what those around you are doing. Back in the day, leaving the tribe could mean you weren't protected, and that part of your brain is there to ensure survival. So it's our job in this day and age to be aware and reassure our brain that all is well, and that we aren't in a life or death situation. Maybe you're simply at a party where food and drinks are plentiful, and you know you've had enough, yet there's an urge to keep eating to stay connected with everyone else and feel like you're fitting in with the group. Eating because others are, instead of stopping when comfortably satisfied, 
is a counterfeit form of connection. Why? Because you're disconnecting from what you really want. Less weight around your middle, better quality of sleep, staying in tune with your true hunger signals, and more. When you give in to self or peer pressure, people-pleasing, or the thought that you need to do something in order to fit in, you're disconnecting from your goals. I teach you how you can still stay at the table and enjoy their company and conversation in a relaxed way. You don't have to feel on edge, excluded, or deprived. You can actually pay more attention and simply enjoy being in the moment, not distracted by what's going in your mouth. As women, we often think of eating as a permissible break. It's like a bell goes off in my mind when I put my fork down, and it's like, oh, it's time to clean up. Often I don't want to, as I feel like I've just started to relax, so I add more to my plate as a way to stay there. Of course, this habit wasn't in my awareness until I did this work. It was happening unconsciously. So once I realized that, then I could make a decision on what I really wanted to give myself permission to do. That feels very connected and healthy. It also reduces the brain chatter that follows. I encourage you to notice that the next time you reach for more and give yourself a pause to consider if what you really need is just permission from yourself to just be without feeling guilty. We need to learn to relax more and not rush to the next thing, especially around the table. And remember, I'm talking to the one I see in the mirror as well. Even the gathering around the table is being lost in our busy lives. Sunday dinners used to be a time of connection. However, my memories include a lot of overeating as well, maybe because no one wanted it to end, so we kept on eating unconsciously. It's interesting to look back on where that was first showing up in my life. I think now with more awareness, more people incorporate a family activity after a meal, like a walk, compared to my childhood experience, which was followed by an afternoon nap. I was brought up in a strict home that observed the Sabbath in a very literal way, so play wasn't included. We couldn't bike, play ball, do homework, or anything else really that was going to create noise, especially. We could sleep, read, and eat. So what do you think this 10-year-old did most? Win bored, and everyone who could nap was napping. Eat. Food became my friend and permissible pleasure. That habit started to program my mind to eat for entertainment. In the Feel Light Mind and Body course, we talk about various reasons for eating and strategies to give you healthy enjoyment and connection. That can include food, but in a way that is still nurturing for you. Boredom is only one example. Have you noticed we don't know how to be bored anymore? We are so used to being constantly stimulated in our tech world. We turn to it as another form of connection. Think of how many times you click on your phone for a notification in the day. I promise you, it's way more than we think. In the two upcoming events this month, we'll also explore what else can bring you joy, how to just be, and other ways to have fun and feel connected. Another counterfeit connection is eating for comfort. I've coached clients who realized they were viewing food as their friend. They had never questioned that as it felt true at the moment, because it did provide comfort, entertainment, and a sense of connection. When we looked objectively at the result of the eating for connection, rather than for true physical hunger, they had an aha moment that food really wasn't their friend. It was actually adding more stress, disconnect, and discomfort to their lives. And you know what? Real friends don't do that. Whether you binge in private or overeat in a group setting, you are disconnecting. 
disconnecting from yourself and others, disconnecting from what you really want for yourself, more energy, a stronger immunity, a healthier body, along with goals of honoring your word and increasing your self-trust. I love sharing a meal together or celebrating a special occasion, but as you'll hear in next Tuesday's Masterclass, there's a more important thing to celebrate, and that doesn't involve food. I love sharing empowering, deprogramming tools for things like eating to distract from the never-ending to-do list, the brain chatter of what you failed at this week, procrastination out of fear of starting and stopping again, worrying about disappointing yourself or others, wasting your money, wondering if you're being enough, doing enough, and maybe even worthy enough. Let's face it, eating does relieve the pressure temporarily that we perceive from others, along with our own expectations of how we need to show up. Okay, I can't cover it all on this podcast in this time frame, but I hope I've given you a taste and motivation to make a decision today that will lead you to feeling more connected in a healthy, nurturing, lasting way. But you know what? I feel like someone may need to hear this added encouragement. We also eat when we feel overwhelmed with the work ahead of us, the I should be brain chatter, the obligations we feel and the commitments we make when deep down inside, we want to say no. Yes, I'm speaking to people pleasers who struggle with saying no. That is still my default mode, but I now pause and decide on purpose, and it leads to a healthier connection to myself, along with the person asking, because I'm telling the truth and not lying by saying a yes when I really don't like that answer. Let this statement sink in. When we say yes, although inside we're screaming no, we're really saying no to our own desire to feel lighter in our hearts, minds, and bodies. And then what else do we do when we feel overwhelmed? We overeat, overdrink, overspend, binge watch, and more as a way to feel connected when feeling drained, stressed, and exhausted. When we're in that state, it's so much harder to be conscious of what is really happening in our thought patterns and emotional level. We simply numb or zone out. We escape the current discomfort as we can't seem to have access to the thought that we're creating more problems later. For example, staying up too late will make us tired the next day, and then that perpetuates the cycle of tiredness. One of my secret weapons, which of course isn't really a secret, but it is getting out ahead of that state. Okay, we're almost at time. So if you want to experience this for yourself, then you're going to love the two upcoming events next week. Yes, it's very time sensitive, but if you click the links in the description and it still opens, then that means there's a spot with your name on it. Your first opportunity to feel lighter in your mind and body is to let go of some of the thoughts that might be holding you back from achieving your weight loss or healthier you version. Join me virtually next Tuesday as we debunk the three myths holding you back in a free masterclass. We'll create a feeling of hope, not defeat, for you to honor what you truly desire. I'll share what the next step could be for you, along with some sweet bonuses. You can register from the link in this episode's description, and if you can't find it, then reach out and I'll share it with you directly. No problem. And then, here's a very special invite for a getaway in-person weekend that's so much more than just a getaway. Getting away from all the distractions is a powerful way to first of all relax and recharge in nature, but also to focus on what you want, 
revisiting or revising the goals that keep getting put on the back burner as we take care of other people and their needs. Coming into alignment and bringing back that connected energy to your home, work, and relationships is when the most amazing shifts will occur. It has to start with you first to be authentic and transformative and creating a life that you love. When I get away from anyone or anything that's calling my name, I can actually get in touch with my heart, mind, and body. And if that feels a bit daunting, you can calm your brain down by knowing that I guide you in a kind, loving, non-judgmental, and compassionate way. It feels beautiful and empowering, not scary, discouraging, or disempowering. So I invite you to leave it all behind just for the weekend. You'll return with an increased self-confidence that you can navigate whatever obstacle comes your way. I have proven tools and tactics for you to do so, and I'm so excited to share them with 16 women who are ready for their next step forward and embracing all of what is available for them. If this speaks to you, join the ones who've already said yes to taking that time and money to invest in a lighter heart, mind, and body. I hope to connect with you next week, and until then, make it a fantastic day. Now, do yourself the biggest favor. From love, take at least one action step from what you learned today. Knowledge without application won't give you the results that you desire. Let me know on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever, what you are choosing to do and when. And yes, please leave a podcast review wherever you are listening to this. When people read your words and can see themselves in them, then you are contributing to women empowering other women. And that feels amazing. You just might change or save a life today.